Lunch with Pippa Hudson. And now, Consumer Talk featuring Wendy Nola. Well, we've got uh, various stories to chat about today. We're going to give you an example of uh, a delivery fee on steroids that raised a couple of eyebrows for some listeners. And then we're going to give you an update on the recall of those Gizu power stations we talked about a week or two ago. Wendy's been in conversation with the distributor and will give us the latest on that. And then after that, we're going to make some space for open line calls. It's been a while since we did an open line show. and We'd like to open the lines to you on 021-446-0567 and your voice notes to 072 Okay, Wendy, delivery fees. I mean, I am one of those persons who's suckered into the, oh, if you spend 500 rand, you get delivery for free. So I end up buying things I didn't really need to get myself over that line. I'm not alone in that, I I know. You're not alone. I I started off buying stupid things I didn't want or need. And then now if, if I'm close enough, I will buy consumables like dishwasher tablets that I'd buy anyway, or that's often cheaper to buy them in at the a supermarket, supermarket. Yeah. but yes um, so we all know the delivery fees things because you know so many more of us are shopping online and shopping more often than we were this time two years ago or just before well before COVID hit yep. um, and because the big guys the really big guys who can afford to absorb them um, on your your bigger ticket spends over 500 whatever while you'll take a lot group here Amazon um, overseas um, there is this expectation and sort of entitlement on the part of many South Africans that you know we shouldn't be made to pay delivery fees. But the fact is that it's a huge cost for the retailer, and um, they, many have told me that they just couldn't do it if it wasn't for the fact that they passed the delivery fee onto, onto the, the customer. customer. And you know we would be getting into our cars and and uh, you know spending our petrol spending our and petrol wear and time and yep. parking and everything else. So so there's that. But <laughs> this Alan one is Taylor's, a little extreme. <laughs> yes, um, it's it's a there, there's you know merit to both sides. But this is this is how it went. Alan emailed me to say on Sunday the nineteenth of March I went to Builders in Northgate, Cape Town, to get some waterproofing liquid. They didn't have it in stock, so I ordered online. I ordered four tins, five liter tins of waterproofing fluid. Each tin was about six hundred and twenty nine rand, so that made for a total of about two and a half thousand rand. As I made the purchase, the delivery fee was added, and it looked to me like it was twenty nine rand. Now you could argue there because it was R for rand twenty nine comma followed by three noughts. But in his defense, who would possibly imagine that it would be, look, 29 rand is probably on the the very low side. 290 rand, even 290 rand would be on the the higher end. Um, He didn't think for a moment it was 29,000 rand, but um, once he completed the transaction, he realized that, He'd been charged 32,000 rand. So, so 2,500 rand worth, worth of product plus 29,000 rand worth of delivery fee. Exactly. So okay. he immediately, as you could imagine, phoned Builder's online help number and asked for the order to be cancelled. He says they were very helpful in doing that. Apart from telling me that I should have checked which store it was coming from. Why, I wondered. If I order online, I know it has to be delivered from somewhere. But why is it my responsibility to check from where? And how can the delivery fee possibly be 29,000 rand for four tins of paint? And I thought that was a very good point. 
Uh, three days later, 32,000 rand came off my Ooh. card. I phoned builders again to be told that it's my fault for not checking which store it must come from and that it takes up to 14 working days to reverse a payment. So it's not two weeks. It's more like three weeks okay. working days. I received no explanation of why the delivery could co- possibly cost 29,000 rand or why it takes two weeks plus to reverse a credit card payment. I expect I will get reimbursed eventually, but others may want to know that online builders warehouse orders can be very expensive. (laughs) Um, I asked him a few more questions in in his follow-up email. He said, I had never ordered from builders before, so I was not familiar with their site. For an online order, I wasn't even looking at what store may have it. I assumed they move stock between stores or warehouses at the same cost as other online stores. The way they present the fee is also misleading. Delivery fee, 29.com uh, three zeros dot another two zeros um, rather than okay so I so I'm going to respectfully disagree with Alan that that's misleading because I look at that number the way it's written it's so R29 comma zero 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 dot zero zero and I see 29,000 rand and I think most people would read that number that way he's, but Wendy the context is obviously the, yes, what matters he's here. arguing about the comma and I think it is common practice to put the comma there I mean we as journalists we see that all the we time have to, we have to do that where was this paint coming okay. from it Timbuktu. was coming from Strubin's Valley Builders which is in Rudaport that's not that and far he away lives here in Cape Town well as he said I could fly there the same day and fetch it myself for less <laughs> much less you could do it a few times yeah you know okay that doesn't make any sense at all so okay a fair so point it was I mean, the price was disclosed. It was he disclosed. misread it. It was in a context he wasn't looking at. But, it. but that I is exorbitant. I agree with him that yeah. you shouldn't have to look at, at what branch it's coming what from. What branches? Because yeah. that's irrelevant when you order online. I yeah. mean, unless it really jumps out of you, out at you in flashing lights. You know, it is it 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 shouldn't be something that you look for. So I would like to know the how on earth they justify twenty nine thousand rand delivery fee, even if it is coming from Rudaport. I mean, Rudaport is in the same country. Why would there ever be yeah. exactly? Why would there ever be a need for it to be that high? I, it's, it, I never quite so, got that answer. But, but you answer, did take I this did, up with builders. Yes, what did they say? Um, MassMart's um, Brian Laroni. He said it's initially he said it's an algorithmic issue that searches all stores for stock availability and then provides the customer with an opportunity to accept or reject reject the fulfillment cost before completing the order. And then after chatting to his e-commerce team, he said, when shopping online with builders, customers select the store they'll shop from based on their delivery or pickup location. I mean, pickup location, I can understand. Yeah. But, but delivery, I don't think I would look. The builder's website does not have auto-detect functionality for location, which can... So it does have auto-detect. Sorry, yeah. does, my mistake. Does have auto-detect functionality for location, which can also be adjusted by the customer if they wish to look in other stores. Um, I went on, I didn't go through the whole process, but when I went on just to, to try it, um, the default was Truman's Valley. I didn't go all through the whole okay, process. Okay, so that's, but, if you don't go and change it and, to the and area and you and were in, that's And my location was on Somerset West, so, you know. Okay. Um, he continued... Um, in instances where the customer selects a store that that further away due to stock availability, the delivery fee is calculated based on the distance between the store and delivery address. Again, 29,000 rand. This can lead to higher charges, which are visible in the customer's cart before they check out. That was true in Alan's case. At this stage, the automated logic 
or lack of, cannot be deactivated without impacting other functionality on the site. And here's the good part. It is, however, a 2023 priority to relaunch the builder's e-commerce site, at which time the auto-detect fun- functionality for location will be modified. Well, that will be an improvement, be Wendy, an improvement. but it doesn't address the issue of how they could substantiate a delivery fee of 29,000 rand in the first place. does not get that answer, and I, I just can't. I've never heard of anything quite in that league. And, and so, yes, it was there for Alan to read had he paid proper attention, but, I mean, I don't think um, – first of all, you think, you know, this is an established national company – you kind of think, and we all make these assumptions that the delivery fee will be in the normal range, and perhaps you don't pay close enough attention. Um, it was there. There's no denying it was fully disclosed, and he had a choice to to, to reject it, it or not. Yeah. Yes, and he and he paid. But um, why? And why? You know, why should he have to go and look um, for you know hunt around and choose stores? I think that functionality should happen in the background, um, and. Well, if it's going to impact the delivery cost, I think that should be disclosed. So if it's if it's going to default to Strubens Valley and Strubens Valley is going to cost you 29,000 rand, I think that should That's be disclosed true. up front, Yes, yes, Wendy. of course, yeah. of course. But what I'm saying is um, to say to the to him in this case that you should have seen chosen something other than Strubens Valley, I don't think it is the common customer experience when shopping online to kind of look to see what store they've chosen as the store that's going to deliver your you're just dealing with an entity with an online division and this isn't just like thinking, a checker 60 60 exactly. order where you choose the, the branch yes, that's closest to that's you this my is point. a different but it looks kind of like they're gonna, order they're going to be dealing with this because i i frankly can't believe if they're not saying this was a complete error this delivery, which they haven't. Mm. I can't believe that I haven't, haven't had more complaints. Well, I'm, maybe I'm people gobsmacked. notice it and then just like, are you crazy? To use that word again. <laughs> are you crazy? I'm not I'm paying that. I'm yeah. not paying that. Luckily, I'm, I'm not on Botswana and what? In Zambian territory, Wendy. Radio. I'd yeah. love to know if anybody else listening has had this experience and has come across that figure because I am astounded, Wendy. I thought for sure the response was going to say so that was a mistake. It should have read 290 rand. I keep telling yeah. him it's your fault. So I don't blame him for being a bit grumpy. Yeah. He, he, and again, it, it was disclosed and I don't really think he's got a leg to stand no, in, on, on the, in terms of the way they wrote out the 29,000 no. rand because it's it's it might not be the common convention, but it is an acceptable one that they used. But, but, but how? How on earth do you justify 29,000 rand to deliver four tins of paint? And who would accept that? It's bizarre. Your paint is 2,500 rand and you must pay almost 30,000 rand to get it to. I mean, how, do, how does it ever get accepted except by mistake? It's crazy. Okay. I'd be very intrigued to hear whether anybody else listening has encountered this before. And if so, whether you challenge them on it, 021-446-0567 or send a WhatsApp to 0725671567. We are very shortly going to go to the Eyewitness News. After the Eyewitness News, we've got an update for you on the Gizu power stations, which is a story we covered two weeks ago around a product recall. Uh, Wendy has been in touch with the distributor. She's going to give us an update with the latest information on that. 
that if you have had any engagement with the refund or recall process that you'd like to share with us in the me- meantime please pop me an email during the news break pippa h at capetalk.co.za and tell us what your experience was like I know last time we spoke about this we had two people mail us to say that they they, they had been refunded and the one item was returned. builders incidentally to yes. had a lovely experience <laughs> with, with no questions asked whatsoever and they even looked up her invoice for her correct but we've had a, a different sort of experience with one listener coming in in the last week so I'd be interested to hear an update here okay very quickly before we go to news somebody whatsapping to say I've lived in the UK ha- sorry having lived in the UK until 2022 I'm continually astounded on a weekly basis by how crippled e-commerce is in this country this story of the builder's delivery fee is not the first I've heard with businesses seemingly just taking a chance to make a quick buck and hoping the consumer won't notice that's a very interesting comment uh, I wonder if others agree Cape Talk Consumer Talk WhatsApp on 072-567-1567. Hi there, Philip from Weinberg. Uh, the issue about the 29,000 Rand delivery fee is actually quite a simple one. How do they justify it? Well, basically their website is using kilometers and then they apply a per kilometer fee. And that's basically all comes down to lazy developers uh, because there are tons of third-party apps and uh, and and tools that uh, the developers, the web developers, can use to code the uh, calculation of the transportation costs using a third-party transport provider that gives them a cost for the transportation on the fly as the client actually enters the desired location. So all comes down to shoddy website uh, development. Uh, and I am absolutely certain that somebody's uh, head will roll for that. Or they'll just accept it and carry on ripping people off. Well, they have indicated they're going to revamp that website, Wendy. Yes, said, yeah. they are. Uh, they obviously... Um are aware of the fact that this is a, is an issue um and uh i look forward to um to an update further, on that yeah. i think i don't think they'll well they might tell me when it's done but i'll, I'll certainly ask Lester's just messaged to say, I found that extreme delivery fee of builders when I tried to buy something. I'm glad I paid attention to the detail and didn't make the purchase. So Lester realized, read it correctly and went, are you crazy? Is I'm that, not paying that. Is that word again? Transaction. Is yeah. that our Lester? Uh, I don't know. No, I don't know. It's just a Lester on the WhatsApp <laughs> okay. line. So, um, when he, so I mean, oh, okay, we'll keep keep in contact with them about that website redevelopment. But more importantly, I think we must touch base with uh, yes. Alan to make sure he does get his refund. That's no, the I'm other sure part he will. And I'm sure Alan will tell me if he doesn't. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Right. Now, the second thing we wanted to talk about was um, the Gizu power stations. It was about two weeks ago we reported on the fact that there'd been a recall issued for a specific batch of these little home use power stations. Wendy, for the sake of those who didn't hear that conversation or have missed this, won't you just remind us what happened? Very quick recap. Um, A particular batch of the 300 kilowatt hour and 500 kilowatt hour units of these Gizu Power stations was was withdrawn voluntarily um, by the distributor um, Syntec, um, following reports that some of the devices had been overheating while charging, which of course is a major fire risk. Um, it was um, 
um, identified as being a batch produced between the 1st of November and the end of December, so just those two months last year. About 3,500 of them were sold by Take-A-Lot, Builders Warehouse, Macro, Incredible Connection and Hi-Fi Corp. So the distributor, as I said, Syntec advised customers to go to its website and fill in their serial number of their device to check whether it was one of the affected batch. And if so, they could choose between getting a refund from the retailer where they'd bought the item, as a couple of our listeners did, yeah. um, and or, or waiting for a replacement a process, which could take up to three weeks, they were told. And um, surprisingly, our, we shared that... Um, Syntec uh, had said that something like three out of four people had ch- affected people had chosen to wait for the replacement. Yeah, because they were enjoying, the, enjoying device. the product. Yeah. Yeah. So that was two weeks ago. And okay, to be fair, they said that process could take up to three weeks. Yesterday, I heard from our listener, Anne Olver, who emailed me to ask what is happening with the return of the Gizu power stations. We're at the end of our tether, she wrote. We've logged our serial number with both Take-A-Lot and Syntec. We've sent follow-up emails asking if we can take it back to the retreat pickup and when we can expect a replacement. They just don't reply and we desperately want a new one. Uh, Wendy, I know you followed up on this. What news? I did. I contacted uh, the director of Syntec Distribution, Ryan Martin, uh, for an answer to Anne's query as well as an update on what was happening with the recall. Things were going very much to plan when I spoke to him um, after the show, a few days after the show. They, they were confident that they had under-promised and we're going to over-deliver in terms of the time, but there's been a snag. Um, Ryan said he's... um this company has received two shipments of replacement stock um, last week already, but the NRCS, the National Regulator of Compulsory Specifications, had ordered them, has ordered them to keep them under embargo in their prim- in their warehouses, that Syntex warehouses, um, and they've also taken some of the products for testing. Ryan said we had new tests conducted in China to ensure that all new stock is safe and fully compliant with the highest international safety standards. These test reports were shared with the NRCS last week. We were told on Friday by the NRCS that they would not authorize the release of the replacement stock until they had completed their own testing of the sample units. They are aware of the urgency and have asked several times, and we have asked several times for clarity on how long the testing process will take. Unfortunately, we've not yet been given any clear feedback from them, but we understand that there is a dedicated team looking into the case. Thank you, said Ryan, to everybody for their patience and understanding. We are truly sorry about the inconvenience. I asked him then to please take a specific look at, at Anne's query and he said um, as soon as the NRCS allows us to release our stock we will deliver to take a lot and they will arrange the replacement for Anne Okay so this is a, obviously a development within the last few days Wendy because Brandon sent us a copy of the message that he received on Friday um, and, and it said you know thank you for your patience we're happy to inform you our shipment has arrived and assuming that there are no delays with the process we'll be yes. in touch to arrange so your replacement happened. but there has been that, that, that I, snag of yeah. the delay okay. I also heard that on Friday when they were confident they were going to be able to get those replacements out much earlier than they had told people um, but then I, I'm, I'm gathering this week the NRCS snag happened. They don't want to trust the tests from China. They want to do their own. So I think, look, in I fairness, suppose, this is a safety issue. Yes. Um, I can understand the frustration, yeah. but we should actually be quite um, 
um, buoyed by that. I, I was going to say, I think that's, I know, it's, local, I know it's frustrating for Anne and others to wait a little bit longer, but I would feel more confident knowing it's been thoroughly checked that the problem that caused the issue in the first batch hasn't been replicated and that you can safely use the new one. So uh, rather wait an extra week and know that what you're getting is a safe product you can use at home than run the risk that maybe corners have been cut somewhere is my thinking. I mean, obviously the, the snag is in the meantime, you can't keep on using the one well, you've got because it is no, potentially a fire No, you to stop immediately. Yeah. And now, as Anne said, um, given the uncertainty about when the NRCS will in fact green light the distribution of those replacement gizus, she says I might just... I'm thinking of asking Takelot for a refund instead and rather buy a smaller station so that we can at least watch TV when the power cuts out. Yeah. I think I think what, what has been a little help is that um, we've had much uh, um, less... Um, the load shedding's been only yeah, in lower my stages. words escape yeah. yes, lower stages. Much less crippling uh, scheduled outages. So um, that the timing there has been quite good. I think if it had been sitting at stage six... Um, we'd have heard a lot, a lot from a lot more people clamoring, people saying, for, you know, yeah. we can't wait, we can't wait. So, yeah, an interesting update there. And let's hope the NRCS um, gets done with their testing as quickly as possible. Let's hope in the next week. I don't know if I'm being overly optimistic, but... Well, I, I actually, as you said, Wendy, I think it's a good thing that, that we're saying, we, we put the brakes sh- on, we, we want to check this uh, yes. We want to check this properly. So I don't think that is something to be uh, discouraged. Okay, we'll keep you posted on that one. Some more response on the delivery fee issue. Somebody saying, ha ha, the 29,000 Rand delivery is crazy. <laughs> I've online shopped with builders three times before and never been asked to pay a delivery charge, is their comment. Uh-huh. I guess maybe you were spending above the maybe, yes. the minimum threshold amount. I don't know. And then Basil in Durbanville saying, my brother was here in December from the UK and was looking to renovate his apartment in the city. And one of the things he was looking for was an artificial plant trellis. He found one on the builder's website, which was offered at 1,299 rand. Needed, he needed two of them. So, okay, so that's 1,300 rand. He would have expected 2,600 in total. At checkout, the total cost, including delivery, came to 29,800. <gasps> 150 rand. In this case, the auto location had been set on their Parkland store. But again, Parkland's to the central it's a, city it's Cape Town. is Cape Town. So it's within one city. That is outrageous. That's more outrageous than yeah. Alan's case because yeah. it's the same city. Okay, so clearly they've got a major issue with whatever function and is calculating it can't be their serving them cost. because no. people will just see that and go, walk no, away from the, from the from the yeah. sale. So hopefully for everybody's sake they sort that out. Absolutely. All right, it's 0214460567. We are going to open the lines for your general consumer queries. If you are grappling with an issue and would like uh, to get Wendy's input, you can call us on that number. You can also do what John has done and send a WhatsApp to 0725671567. John would Wendy be able to assist us? We stay in a government complex and have been without a geezer for three months now. I've mailed the mayor and all relevant parties to no avail. We're at our wits end using pots to bath and it's getting very tiresome. Now, John, um, Wendy, I mean, that's not a, is it a read consumer the be- issue? Read the beginning of the Staying in a co- We stay in a government complex oh, a and government have been without complex. a geezer for three months. So the geezer, it's not without a geezer, but the geezer is broken. broken, obviously. Um, yeah. It's not, not really, really a consumer no, issue. No, but... Um, but John, having, I'm going to say this with great faith, having managed to get our listener Karen's electricity meter installed after she'd been without power for 27 days, maybe we're on a lucky wicket. Please will you mail me 
on pippah at capetalk.co.za. Give me your address. Give me the details of when the geezer stopped functioning, who you've reported it to, who you've tried dealing with, and give me all that information in one email, and I will see if we can follow up with somebody and try and get the ball in motion to replace or repair your geezer, because that is not acceptable, especially as we're heading into winter, uh, to be without hot water. So, John, Pippa, H-P-I-P-P-A-H, at capetalk.co.za. Again, for those who missed my comment at the start of the show, Karen, who you heard on the show yesterday, who told us she'd been without power for 27 days and her replacement electricity meter had finally arrived but had then not been registered in her name so she still couldn't use it that has finally been fixed as well so she was able to put her units of electricity in this morning thank you everybody for your concern consumer talk open line call 021-446-0567 right it is an open line with wendy nola you can call us with your consumer queries on 021-446-0567 which is what celia has done good afternoon to you celia what's your uh, your question hi papa and wendy um, in October, it may have been actually early November last year, I bought bus tickets for my housekeeper's family, six people, on Aldo Coaches on their website. The next day, I had to cancel three of those tickets because the family members could no longer travel. This was for travel in December. Yeah. I asked them how I should process or how I should proceed to request the refund. And it's quite an onerous process. You have to complete forms and send proof of of the payment on your bank statement, etc. And I supplied them with all of that information and a supervisor came back to me to say they were processing the refund and that was the last I'd heard. And almost weekly since then, I have emailed them um, the information and asked them about the refund and also requested uh, a senior person to speak to they did provide me with an email address of a more senior person. I've emailed that person and I've not heard a word from them since. Missed various, you know, number of emails and phone calls. And I must admit, I was now getting to the point of where I was going to threaten them with some sort of bus ombudsman or something like that. I actually just don't know what to do next. Well, they would be the Consumer Goods and Services Ombudsman. Um, yes, can them, I, yes. Can I ask yeah. you, Celia, sure. what undertaking did they give? Were they giving offering to refund you 100% of what you paid or a percentage Correct. of it? Correct. Correct. 100% of what I paid because it was more than three months before the journey, um, but minus an administration fee, which I think was 50 rand or 55 okay, rand per, yeah. per ticket. That's no, it was fair. all very fair. Except the they didn't do what they said. very fair. They okay. just haven't done it. Okay, I get this all the time. I've, I've got a, mm. a case. Do you remember Pippa, the, the Virgin Active one? She was promised more than 10,000 Rand uh, refund for, because her yeah. flight was delayed for a, a, a day. Oh, didn't yes, get it, didn't get right, it. And yeah. I've got one mm. now, a British Airways. She's, woman's been trying for mm. a year. She's got a refund um, certificate or voucher. It's all approved, but mm. they're just they not just paid for a whole it. year. She's just. No. And so it's a similar thing. It's infuriating mm. because you think you've won the battle when they say, yes, okay, we've mm. approved That's it. Right. And then it just. Yeah. Doesn't happen. The only thing I can suggest is I would have to do some research. I don't have an existing media mm. liaison contact with that bus company. You said it was Eldo. Mm. Um, Eldo Coaches. And uh, yes, I've looked for any of and all of that information. And I don't like to threaten people unless it's necessary. But you just think at least communicate with me. At least yeah. send yes. me an email saying, I'm sorry, we've got such a backlog. 
we are dealing with you know, just anything but exactly I've had, just acknowledge no, that so you're there if you yeah. let me suggest this if we could start with you um, emailing me or Pippa um, forwarding the email that you sent to that so-called higher up who then didn't answer you um, I will try and email to them. Maybe they'll respond to a media query. If not, I'll make a phone call and we'll see how that pans out. Oh, if you could just that's most kind. Because I'm thinking all the details, reference numbers, and everything will be, be in that, that email. Number. So yeah. they just forward yes, it to it us. Yes, okay, yes, lovely. Certainly. Okay, Cecilia, and, and send me yep. the email address, or when you if you put me through to your producer, and I'll I'll send it. Off. Well, I'll do both because she'll be able to tell it to you um, off air clearly and spell it out for you. But I'll do it on air as well, Celia. So your two options are to mail me. It's Pippa H P. P-I-P-P-A-H at capetalk.co.za and please just put in the subject line Cape Talk Eldo Coaches Refund. Uh, I'll keep an eye out for it. Or you can send it straight to Wendy, which is consumer at nola.co.za spelled K-N-O-W-L-E-R. My suggestion would be to do both. Just CC us both into the same mail. Then there are two sets of eyes laying eyes on that email. Because and, I miss um, a lot. Thank you, Wendy's, Pippa. Wendy's inbox is <laughs> overflowing. If I thought mine was bad. Hers is astronomically bad. So uh, uh, just put both of us in. Consumer at nola.co.za and Pippa H at capetalk.co.za and we're gladly follow up on that and see if we can shift things into motion. All right, let's go to a voice note next. Good afternoon, Wendy and Pippa. Just a question to Wendy. What would be your advice for looking at a place to rent for accommodation online without you physically having to view the premises? Because I might find myself in a position where I would need to find a place to stay and I won't physically be able to go and view the premises before I take occupation. So what would be your best advice? How could I best protect myself with regards to that transaction, especially when paying money for something that I haven't physically seen besides on pictures and besides online? I would love to protect myself and obviously my my funds without being scammed. Thanks, bye. Yeah, because you have to pay um several months in advance at least two sometimes more my advice would be don't you did say my best advice would be don't just as I would say don't buy a car online which many people do they sit in Cape Town and buy a car that's advertised by a Johannesburg dealership for example and they don't test drive it which I think is crazy Um, (laughs) but um, I know you want to looking for something a little bit more constructive than that so uh, the next best thing was just to have somebody who you know and trust go and look at it for you and take lots and lots of pictures. Um, relying on, I mean, you're going to be tied into at least a six-month lease. Getting out of it is going to be so difficult. Um, it's going to be a financial nightmare if you arrive and you find things that I kind of commonly get complaints about, such as... Um, the security system wasn't working. There was mold in the flat. The um, the noise was unbearable. That's a big one. You don't yeah. know until you get there. Um, all sorts of things like that. Um, and just a nightmare that takes months and months to resolve. So really, trust me on this. Don't rely on those photos only. Please get somebody, with, you know, with to go and do an inspection in loco as the legal people say and, and, and as I say take lots of photos and then make your decision based on that I think it's just far too risky to do anything other than that You know I'm thinking Wendy a couple it was about a six weeks ago maybe a bit more early February in my conversation with the team from Carte Blanche we spoke about the issue of the rogue 
scam agents operating in the rental sector and this is what they prey on exactly this position of marketing to people who don't have the opportunity to come and have sight of the property and people are sharing photographs of properties that aren't even on the market they are pretending to represent agencies that they don't actually represent um so look if you go back here we go it was on the let me just check over the date. It was 6th of February we had this conversation with Joy Summers from Carte Blanche. Uh, if you're prepared to scroll back in the Cape Talk app to find um, the podcast of that conversation, there was quite a bit of advice shared at the end by some of the rental agencies on making sure you're dealing with a reputable I should have said person. that. It could be an out-and-out scam, and I get those yeah. as well, where they just cloned a website and they don't have any authority to rent it out once you've paid your deposits. And they disappear with they your deposit, yeah. yeah. So if you must do it this way, as Wendy said, try and get somebody you trust to go and view it but at the very very least call the agent that they you'll call the agency that the agent is purporting to represent for example don't use the phone number supplied in the advert online look it up yourself yes. and check that it is indeed an agent from said company that it is a legitimate property the other thing they advised us to do if i remember correctly was google the property go to google, google earth maps. And, yes. and check that it actually that there is an apartment building at that address the other thing you can do um is if you're on Google Earth, zoom in. If there's a business premises nearby or across the road, you can phone, phone them, them and confirm, does this property exist? Are you aware of any scams? Because all too often, um, the victims yeah, go will, next door to say, hey, I'm here to look at a flat that's yeah. meant to be next door. And, and then it doesn't they tell exist. you this, we have a long line of people coming to us. So just do your homework and yeah. check, so, 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 check and double yeah, check. Best case scenario, it's 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 uh, it, there are problems. Worst case scenario, that's an internet scam. So be very, very careful. And if at all possible to get a human being to go and look at it and confirm that the property exists, uh, let alone that it's what you're looking for, uh, that is always your best option. And good luck. I know it sounds awful saying that, Wendy. We sound like such cynics, but the the point is it's happening. Our job makes us cynical because we see the results of, of how many scams are out there. And the ingenuity, the nimbleness of the scam artists, the desperation is also at a peak right now virtually every industry you are seeing some kind of scam operation operating and unfortunately the rental property market is one of the big ones one of them so my advice with all these things anything done online um just tell yourself that it's a scam until your own um, research proves otherwise whether you're buying a product or wanting to rent something any go on holiday book holiday accommodation anything like that assume the worst until your research tells you otherwise or not and on that optimistic note, thank you, Wendy. Sorry. No, no it's, it's, it is the truth and it is what it is. So uh, thank you for the work you do highlighting these scams and helping our listeners who get caught in them. Uh, if you would like to raise a consumer issue for Wendy to investigate, just once again, that email address is consumer at nola.co.za, spelled K-N-O-W-L-E-R. And Wendy, will chat again next Wednesday. Of course. Thanks, Pippa.